It's over a year now, Joey abandoning our fellow Americans in the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. And, of course, they've turned the page. Nobody talked about it except for us. Maybe a few others that do podcasts or radio shows that I don't know about. And if you are talking about it, thank you, because our fellow Americans and green card holders and Afghan allies uh, deserve to be remembered. uh, And they never should have been abandoned by Joe Biden. Just a disgusting, nauseating chapter in American history that nobody seems to pay attention about. Um, All right. It's primary day. Wyoming, Liz Cheney against Harriet Hegman. And uh, we've had her on the program, Harriet. And, you know, she's expected to win by a pretty large margin. I I wouldn't expect any surprises there. Uh, Alaska is interesting to me because Alaska has no offense to my friends in Alaska. You know how much I love you up there. I love your rugged individualism. I love every Alaska show that's ever been put on TV. Um, what's my favorite one? <laughs> Linda, well, beyond uh, life, the, uh, life below zero. Life below zero. I love uh, deadliest catch. I love which is the crabbing industry um, out of Alaska in the Bering Sea. I mean, it is insane <clears throat> the life those guys live. It you is. know that show has lost a number of their main characters in in the series actual you know fishermen that do this for a living um it's perilous out there it has got to be the hardest job you get swells 35 feet high and they've got to navigate through that and they got to pull up these pots and 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 hope and pray that they got a, a pot full of of crabs and and a lot of times they just strike out and they just got to keep going until they meet their limit meet their quota it's crazy um anyway so we're going to watch uh, very closely, but Alaska is a very strange state. <clears throat> you got on the House side the the test to replace and finish out uh, Congressman Dun- uh, Don Young's term, who passed away, and it's the state's first tested ranked choice balloting for congressional elections, and it, it looks like it's coming down to Governor Palin <clears throat> and this guy Nick uh, is a bigot. I don't even know his name. Anyway, uh, although there's a potential Democrat in there that could play a spoiler, and just to remind everybody tonight, you may actually be be waiting days or even weeks to find an actual winner. And Alaskans also will will take their first step and see whether or not liberal Senator Lisa Murkowski can survive. Um, She's not loved in the state, but the way they do their elections in Alaska makes it possible she could ultimately be the winner. And what I mean by that is, you know, she won in 2010 and she ran as a write-in candidate after losing the GOP primary. So, I mean, she's expected to easily coast to the top four. Now, the top four will continue on. It's it's sort of like, uh, I don't know, I don't, what, what are those TV shows? America's Got Talent. You move on to the next round. It's sort of like, you know. Alaska's got talent, and and you move on to the next round. Kelly Chewbacca, who we are supporting. Anyway, there are 19 candidates in total. It is the top four will advance in the in the next round of primary uh, party voting, and that those 19 candidates include Murkowski and Kelly Chewbacca, who a lot of conservatives are supporting. So it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting. Uh, anyway, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, in some of the Senate races, some very strange things are happening. We're going to watch. 
I'm going to be very careful in my comments. I want to just see what happens. A video of John Fetterman has come out. I think it was up until yesterday was the last day that John Fetterman would be able to be replaced on the ticket in Pennsylvania. He had a stroke before the primary. He had only been seen one previous time in public, and it was very briefly with no remarks at all. Uh, But yesterday, he was really not able to speak in complete sentences. The poor guy had a stroke. Um, He doesn't seem like he's capable of doing this job at all. And anyway, he, uh, you know, and also it's come out that this guy that loves to act like a tough guy and wears a hoodie everywhere he goes, uh, it turns out was living off mommy and daddy in a trust fund until he was in his 40s and he became lieutenant governor. And by the way, he's to the left of Bernie Sanders, wants to release a third of all criminals, wants to eliminate the legislative filibuster, wants to end all energy production in the state of Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, and that story is only beginning to get told. I know people, you know, people love to write off candidates in August, which is a really dumb thing to do. You know, I call them the, the hazy, hot, humid Hannity days of summer. And in, in those hazy, hot Hannity, humid Hannity days of summer, you know, people are often on vacation. Their schedules change quite a bit. Their viewing, listening habits for radio and TV change quite a bit. All of that is just par for the course. We've been doing this a long time. So I, you see a big pattern take place. Um, so, but this guy, did you see that tape? Linda, you live in Pennsylvania. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't like him and I would be one of them for sure. Yeah. But I mean, he, he has this tough guy image, his rugged individualist image. Always. He's to, he's to the left of Bernie Sanders. Now, I mean, he'll be a 99.9% Bernie Sanders backer. Whatever Bernie does, he would do for the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Oh, he made Bernie Sanders look like Donald Trump. But here's the problem. Did you see him try to speak yesterday? No, he's, listen, something is wrong. It was painful. I I almost felt sorry for the guy. I'm like, oh, here we go again. I do feel sorry for him because they're so desperate. They're still running him out. And even the other day when he was like, whoever thought I'd be the most normal guy in the the race? I'm like, you're you're not. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and it's going to become more apparent now. Oz has been asking him to debate and is asking. He just for five challenged de- him to five different debates. Yeah, he ch- challenged him to five debates around the country. And if the guy can't debate, that means the guy is not strong enough to be your senator. And the people of Pennsylvania are going to have to realize that. There's also, look, I mean, it, you had a very contentious um, primary in Pennsylvania. Um and by the way, I've spoken to Dave McCormick. I've spoken to the other candidates, uh, Jeff Bartos. I've spoken to all Carly Sands. I've just spoken to all of them. I didn't speak um, to Kathy Barnett. She was mad at me, so I figured, you know, leave her alone. She's, she thinks that it was unfair of me to put out the fact that her tweets would make her unelectable. Uh, I meant it. I believed it. And it was not designed to hurt her. As a matter of fact, when we first interviewed her, we really liked her a lot on this program. We think she has... Pot- potential star qualities in politics but if she doesn't clean up social media in as much as say i regret these comments and these comments and these comments i i think that would render her unelectable in a statewide election she might be able to win a congressional seat although she had a chance to do that two years ago and didn't do well at all in a district where she should have done a lot better in my opinion um so we're going to watch this 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 is going to be a pretty interesting night we'll have it all covered for you tonight on Hannity 9 Eastern on Fox News. 
and we'll let you know what happens. Later in the program today, there was an agreement reached between the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers Union and School District, and it states that white teachers will be laid off before teachers of color, regardless of seniority. Now, apparently they reached this agreement to end a two-week strike last spring, and it starts this school year that, quote, you know, if you need to get rid of a teacher who's a member of a population, quote, underrepresented among licensed teachers in the site, that the district shall fire, they say, excess, the, the least senior teacher who is not a member of the underrepresented population. So basically, they're institutionalizing discrimination as a form of repayment of, of the discrimination, but it's, it's not like you're... I mean, unless there's a specific accusation, you're you're discriminating against people that had no part in ever discriminating against anybody in their life, as far as we know, and that would be institutionalizing it. And I'm going to tell you what's going to happen next. This is not going to go well at all for anybody whatsoever. Anyway, um, so Fetterman, you're right, has not responded to Oz's challenge debate. The Philly Inquirer has uh, has put that out there. They've received invitation to debates. They're not committing to any of these debates. Based on what I saw yesterday, John Fetterman is not going to be able to debate Dr. Oz. He won't be able to cognitively be up to it. You know what's going to happen? He's going to run a a stealth Joe Biden hide in the basement bunker campaign. That's my guess. Now, whether or not the people of Pennsylvania fall for that, I don't know. Now, I know it was a contentious primary. When I spoke to Dave McCormick, he couldn't have been nicer. Um, I never met Dave McCormick until I'd already supported Dr. Oz. And in spite of that, he wanted to meet with me anyway. You know this story, Linda. And I met with him and I liked him. I said, why don't you run for governor? I think you'd make a good governor. But he hadn't been living in the state seven consecutive years, so that made him ineligible to do that part. But he is from Pennsylvania, uh, just like Oz is, although they're trying to say that he's, well, he's lived in New Jersey. Oh, he's had a career elsewhere. But Pennsylvania is his home, and that's where his roots are. And I don't think that charge is going to get them very far, whether they get snooky or whatever you call them out there with these cute little tweets that Fetterman's been putting out that he thinks are funny. You know what's not funny, John Fetterman? It's not funny record high inflation caused by the Biden-Bernie manifesto, the people you love so much. You know what else is not good, Mr. Fetterman? It's not good when people are paying record high gas prices. You know what else is not good? Open borders, which you support. You know what else is not good? Defunding the police, which you support. And, and eliminating, you know, and get, uh, releasing a third of the prison population this guy wants to do in Pennsylvania. It's, just, it's insane. Once people find out about this guy, this race is going to turn around. I predict. I hope. But I'll tell you, the Democrats are playing vicious. For all of you that have been hearing that this is going to be a wave election. Republicans should take the House and should take the Senate. I want you to hear me loudly and clearly on this 16th day of August 2022, 90 days out, around 90 days out of the election. I want you to hear me loudly and clearly. Unless you do your part, you will get the government you deserve. It is not a slam dunk that Republicans win the House and win the Senate. I think they have much better odds in the House. I think the Senate is much harder because look at the states that are up for grabs this this election cycle. You got, I think Marco Rubio will win in Florida. I believe that. Herschel Walker has had $35 million in fake, phony, negative ads 
against him, demonizing him, slandering, smearing, besmirching him. And Herschel Walker, you know, they, they've taken a guy with with the greatest personality, soul, story of redemption and turned him into Satan incarnate. I don't recognize the Herschel Walker that they put in these ads, and I don't see that there's been enough fighting back by Herschel Walker's campaign, which I would assume is coming and hopefully coming very soon. But he's going to have a tough run. Kemp is going to have a tough run in his governor against Stacey Abrams, although he's faring better against Stacey than, than Herschel is against Warnock. But, you know, it's still within the margin of error, according to the last poll I saw. Uh, then we go to North Carolina, which is more purple than we like to admit. But I think Bud's uh, uh, the odds-on favorite, but he's a favorite to win by three. It's not a, it's not a slam dunk. I think Senator Tim Scott will win and win easily. Charles Grassley will win, win easily. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in New Hampshire. We'll get our eyes on that race soon. Uh, Ron Johnson has had over $50 million spent on him that they dumped on his head uh, with negative ads. Money's coming outside of Wisconsin from all over the place by every liberal organization in the country. He's the number one target to take out. Him and Oz seem to be the number one and two targets. Uh, J.D. Vance, you can say number three, they're trying to take J.D. Vance out and lose a Republican seat and have a Democratic pickup in Ohio. That can't happen. Uh, and then you look at Missouri. I think Eric Schmidt has is the odds on favorite there, the Republican to hold the seat. Um, then we've got I think Adam Laxalt would be a great senator from Nevada. I think that Blake Masters would be a great senator and Carrie Lake would be a great governor out in the state of Arizona. Then you got, you know, other states to look at and play with. And, and hopefully Chewbacca can beat Lisa Murkowski in Alaska. So we'd have a more conservative Alaska senator. Uh, we're looking at Colorado and Washington state. We're going to dig into those races in the days and weeks to come as well. But there's this, this the, the, these are all bellwether states. Florida, Georgia, North, South Carolina, New Hampshire, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, Missouri, Nevada, and Arizona. I mean, those states sound familiar to you because they're always battleground states. So don't let anyone convince you that this is a slam dunk because it's not. All right, 800-941-SHAWN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. I love Henry Repeating Arms. I love this company. You know, Anthony gives his, the owner gives his personal guarantee, 100% satisfaction. It's their 25th anniversary. Their charitable arm, uh, which is called Guns for Great Causes, they're giving away a million bucks, you know, to, Great charities like the Tunnel to Towers Foundations, Building Homes for Heroes, Children's Hospitals, Veterans, Law Enforcement. They're giving it away to everybody. They offer 100% satisfaction guarantee. Every Henry is made in America or not made at all. They've got incredible uh, firearms, rimfire, centerfire calibers, 200 models to choose from. The most incredible creative finishes and configurations you've ever seen. They've got something for everyone if you're a hunter, outdoorsman. Maybe you need it for home defense, whatever. It's simple. Just go to henryusa.com, get their free catalog. They'll send you free decals and a list of dealers where you live. And by the way, every Henry I own was accurate right out of the box. Henryusa.com, free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you are.